102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534 and Fleetwood Mac with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It ain't going to be pretty today. Rain this morning and then a possibility of thunderstorms this afternoon. What that does to your plans? I don't know. High of 69 today. Tonight, cloudy, low of 49. For tomorrow, partly cloudy and 76. Sunday, partly cloudy, 83. 47 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. I am almost convinced that there is a 100% probability that today you will find an open line Friday. I know, I'm really going out there with that one, but that's, that's what I'm sticking with. An open line Friday coming up this morning. Also... The keyword to cash. I'll give you a brand new one after 8 o'clock. That way you could win potentially $1,000. How's that grab you? Pretty good, right? You're damn right it is. So there's that and a whole lot of other stuff, too. It's 535 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Want to know what it sounds like to win $1,000? Yes! Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, I can't believe it. You could be next. It's Keyword to Cash. Oh, yeah! Get details at rock102.com. The sun is setting slowly and the evening's mighty still. Are you thinking what I'm thinking, babe? Let's fire up the grill. I'll never, never, never need. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 553 in the Rolling Stones. The Bax and Nagel of Rock 102. It's going to be uh, foggy this morning, then uh, patchy rain showers throughout the day and a high of 69 giggity. Tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high of 75. It's 47 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Uh, televangelist Pat Robert Robertson, we talked about this a little yesterday. We didn't really get to it in Hollywood Trash. Died yesterday, and Twilight fans freaked out because they thought it was Robert Pattinson. Oh, totally can understand where you could, uh, you could get confused. Yeah. One person said, oh, scroll too fast. Thought it said Robert Pattinson. I almost puked. <laughs> but Pat Robertson? Eh, whatever. I, I have no sympathy for that. Yeah. Uh, this is random. Bill Murray is suppo- supposedly dating milkshake, milkshake singer Keelis or Kellis, whatever her name is. Keelis, I think. Keelis. Well, you know why. Why? Because her milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. And damn right. It's better than yours. I could show you. Oh, you could teach me. I could teach you, but I'd have to charge. Yeah, he's 72 and she's 43. I thought he was older than that for some reason. Nope. 72. That is a that is an odd uh, couple. Well, you know, they probably have a lot more in common than meets the eye, Steve. Um, I'm just I'm just not seeing it that way, right? <laughs> I, know yeah. I know you're not seeing it that way, and most people with any sense at all have no way to connect at all, but... There must be something. Well, maybe... Uh, he is a national treasure. Maybe she makes him talk like uh, his character in uh, Caddyshack. Right. Like Carl. Yeah, Carl. Yeah, Carl Spangler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do that voice for me again. All right, <laughs> you sing the milkshake song and I'll do the voice. It's in the hole! Milkshake brings the boys to the yard. <laughs> Uh, we still don't know anything about the medical complication that Jamie Foxx has been dealing with since April. There have been unconfirmed reports that he had a stroke. 
Last weekend on Dr. Drew's podcast, he and a guest were discussing the possibility that the COVID vaccine caused a blood clot that led to the alleged stroke. Well, Jamie's rep uh, calls that, quote, completely inaccurate, but unfortunately, we still have no info on what happened. Um, why do we need to know what happened? He suffered, well, yeah. uh, he's a, he's, he ha- he's a private person in that aspect of it, I would he's imagine. He's a celebrity, Steve. Yeah. Everything in their lives I, are, are up for up for grabs. I don't want to know what his medical history is. You don't? No, I Jamie don't. Jamie Foxx. Right. Really? Yeah. Is there any celebrity whose uh, medical history you'd like to know? Um, I don't know. No, I don't think so. No? No. Not even a little bit? All right. Maybe, uh, maybe, uh, Mayim Bialik. I'm sure she's got a couple of conditions that would be very interesting yeah, to read yeah, about. Yeah, I just uh, I just picked a random person. Sure, no, yeah. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Plus, she's you know hosting Jeopardy now, so right? She's kind of famous again. Yes. Uh, enjoy Brian Cranston while you still can, because in three years he is out of here. By 2026, Brian wants to retire from acting, shut down his production company, sell half of his Dos Hombres Mezcal company, and leave the country with his wife Robin. He's thinking about France. He says, quote, for the last 24 years, Robin has led her uh, life holding on to my tail. She's been the plus one. She's been the wife of a celebrity. She's had to pivot and adjust her life based on mine. So she deserves this. Well, you know, I mean, what more can the dude accomplish? You know, he's uh, he's gone from being a kind of a half-rate actor to be one of the best actors we have. Right. He so had- he's, uh, he's earned it. He wants to go for day trips and have the fire in the fireplace and drink wine with new friends and not read scripts. And he won't be taking any phone calls either. He should download that app I have on my phone so he knows exactly how many days left he has. I don't think he's uh, he's really into that. You don't think so? No. By the way, I got 3,019 days left to go. Oh. So in 19 days, we're going to celebrate the 3,000 countdown. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> you did. Uh, man, it is. Eric Andre lost 40 pounds for the new season of the Eric Andre show. And here's his advice. Stay fat. There's a reason uh, skinny people are uh, big and fat. Uh, uh, I can't really say the words that he's saying. There are a reason skinny people are fat and jolly. Skinny people have effing attitudes because they're effing starving. I stay fat. If you're fat or chubby, stay that way. I felt great, but it wasn't worth cutting out French fries. He's got a kind of he's a point got a good there. point, yeah. really. French fries are delicious. True to his word, when uh, filming uh, wrapped, Andre ate an entire pepperoni pizza. Then he went to Portugal and drank his weight in wine. He said, I undid six months of work in about three days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the rest of us, it was yeah. called the pandemic. Yeah, right. <clears throat> but that's how easy. Oh, Ooh, what do you got going on there? I don't know. Something went in my mouth while I was uh, while I was opening it. Milkshake. A milkshake. That brings all the boys to the yard. Uh, I don't even remember what I was going to say about that. Hey, yesterday, uh, episode of iCarly ended with Carly confessing her feelings for Freddie and the two sharing kisses. Miranda Cosgrove says it's taken 15 years and she's always hoped that they'd end up together. Yeah, me too. I was uh, always hoping for that. Were you? No. no. Not really, actually. I, w- I was always hoping of, when is this show going to end so I can watch an adult program? I didn't realize it was still on or back. You didn't. You don't remember uh, talking about this uh, a couple of years ago, or when she came back, and uh, you know, and the other one wasn't. Uh, what's uh, her name? Sam. Uh, Sam wasn't yeah. coming back. 
I vaguely recall that, but uh, you know, I, I prefer like the first run of iCarly. I, so good. I see. So good. New movies this weekend, Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Mm-hmm. You going to go see that one? No. This one's set in 1994, seven years after the events of Bumblebee. Well, you remember Bumblebee. Uh, no. Uh, Mending the Line. That's another uh, movie. Uh, Brian Cox is in that. What? I'd actually like to see that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. And uh, and that's it for new movies this weekend. That's it? Just two two to choose from? Two to choose from. Not very much. I'm just trying to bring us to the end of Hollywood trash so I can start the Kim Kardashian thing. No, I, guess, I understand that. I guess I could just start it right now, right? Just talk slow. Well, Kim- I'll respond slow. Kim Kardashian is getting closer to passing the bar, but it's uh, it's been a struggle for her. Really? Yeah. She must have had something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I struggled with a bar was when Ray J gave me the hair pie a la chode in that sex tape you can purchase on Uform for $39.95. I've never had an a la chode. Would you like one? No. I'm all set. Caitlin? Whatever. I got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once had her flog the whale. I had her pipe clean the goo cannon. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Uh, what I'm trying to say is she finished the night by whipping the skippy. <laughs> She's a pole, not hole kind of girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I think I know what you're getting at. <laughs> and, yeah. That's, yeah. and that's your Hollywood trash. I rock what I do. Oh, yeah. The Ledges Golf Club in South Hadley provides golfers of all abilities. <laughs> Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? All right, you know what? I've had just about enough of these Canadians burning down half their country while we here in America have had to suffer the consequences of cancellations, postponements, and other inconveniences. Sure, nobody likes to see anybody have to douse 450 wildfires across a Canadian sea of tree-lined forests, but when you start messing with all of our American activities with your breathe unbreathable brown Canadian air, then somebody has to put their foot down and insist that these Canadian firefighters from the Great White North step it up a bit. Get a load of this. Yesterday, amidst some of the worst air quality conditions on record, the New York City football giants were forced to postpone their organized team activities. Apparently, running drills and breathing toxic air isn't considered healthy. But that's not the half of it. Also forced into a sudden postponement, the Washington Nationals had a call off yesterday's baseball game against the Arizona Diamondbacks. That was the only Nationals game I was planning on watching this season, and it doesn't stop there. Yesterday, the New York Racing Commission canceled all horse races at Belmont. This comes just two days away from this weekend's Belmont Stakes, the final leg of the Triple Crown. While the Belmont has not yet been canceled, at least not yet, it might be only a matter of time before they have no other choice. Can you believe this crap? Churchill Downs loses 12 horses in a month, and they still ran the Kentucky Derby, but fill the air with potentially toxic pathogens and suddenly Belmont's not safe enough? Listen, this wildfire disaster is really starting to encroach on some of the things that I might be interested in, and among those things is breathing. I also happen to have some interest in exhaling some of the air that I take in, and I tend to do this in a semi-rhythmic pattern. Blasting the ozone with smoke-filled poisons and having to cancel sporting events and practices, that's where I have to draw the line. And so, I would like to publicly insist that these Canadians knock it off and blow their smoke somewhere else. 
But hey, enough of my yapping. Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Bacon and eggs on the Blackstone? Get out of here. The Blackstone 4-Burner Outdoor Griddle is 500 bucks all month at Rocky's. Plus, you get the Blackstone Breakfast Kit free. Breakfast goes outdoors with the Blackstone Griddle from your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Spring Rock at 614 and Tom Sawyer from Rush and Rock 102. It is uh, going to be, uh, and I'll tell you in one second, uh, cloudy, foggy, and then rain showers throughout the day with a high of 69 giggity. Tomorrow, uh, mostly sunny with a high of 74. It's 48 in downtown Springfield. The smoke is dissipating a little bit. Yeah, but uh, not totally plus it's going to be rainy all day today so that's not uh, that's not good news oh it'll just smell it keep continuing to smell like a wet campfire which i love <laughs> the smell of that uh we we're playing a, a game last night in southampton we lost really yeah, yeah. it's okay geez. though it's okay both teams had fun that's all that matters was this a game that would have resulted in additional games because it's, it's a playoff right yeah 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 it would have resulted in another game to i don't know what day that would have right. been whether it would have been today or next week i know that i'm i'm uh, assuming that yeah. the uh, there was sadness and probably uh, you know some disappointment um, it was pretty emotional because uh, a lot of them are like they're done with their elementary school run and now they're you know a couple of them are not going to be on the same team next year and yeah. things like that no i was yeah. talking about the parents emotionally uh, oh, we were thrilled just, that the season is over uh it was like trying to hold your excitement inside that we don't have to come to another one of these anytime in the next week isn't that the way it always yeah, is yeah, yeah. there's some parents that just say you know just what they want to go we want to go to the finals and then go to the regionals then go to then go to nationals and then and then the 95 percent of the other parents like let's just get this over with so i can yeah. so i can live my life you, you know what I, I mean i can't really complain about it because it's like you, you, this is something you want your kid to be a part of. You want your kid to be a part of a, a okay. winning team, or you know, especially you know, with this team, uh, uh, girls. They they were all the camaraderie among them. You know, uh-huh. they're they're good teammates to each other. They're all encouraging. Uh-huh. It's nice to see that, but it's also nice to not wonder what your next five days are going to look like either. <laughs> And then you have to modify all of your plans in the last possible second. That's yeah. the that's the thing about youth sports that I I I really hate modifying your plans at the last second. Well, you're, I I don't know if you've you've dealt with this. I know I have. My kids were playing soccer for a little while. Um, it, it's the beginning of the season, okay? Yeah. And uh, and yeah, the the, the 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 coach calls and says, okay, well, uh, she's on our team, and uh, well, our practices will be held at. Uh, at uh, at American Saw mm-hmm. and uh, first practices tonight. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, yeah, we've like had right, that. Like right now, we've we've had that before, but not too much of that. They usually let you know at least a few days ahead of time because you know the other thing is you're dealing with weather. Like yeah. if it starts raining, then you're going to have to reschedule the practice. And yes, sometimes it does happen. More often than not, the first practice was the night after that first phone call from the coach. Yeah. And I just thought, thought you know, what an inconvenient and obnoxious thing that is. Yeah. Just to assume that I'm going to have to drop everything that we had planned for tomorrow night. Yeah. And if you got more than one kid is a possibility that you're spreading yourself ridiculously thin. Well, that's where, I, I mean, I struggle with that because I, you know, it's like, uh, okay, well, now I got to do go bring the the other kids somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So I got to coordinate that. But, again, it, the kids are having fun. 
they had a great time. They lost against a team. It was uh, Southampton they played last night. Okay. And they uh, in the beginning of the season, we got like creamed by them. It was like 19 to nothing. Close. The, yeah, very close. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, they they only lost by five yesterday. It was ten to five was the was the final score. So that's better. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're talking about the very first week of the season versus the very last week of the season. So mm. there 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 was definitely some improvement. Was this uh, Southampton team like stacked uh, with a bunch of ringers and stuff? Yeah, yeah. They were like, yeah, you know, they were just uh, <clears throat> like a bunch of like twenty five year old women posing as ten year olds. I I think there might have been some of that. Because you can really st- are they juicing? I think it could be juicing. Well, I don't know. I you know some of the, the some of those pitches were pretty fast, pretty fast. I know. Yeah, yeah those underhanded yeah. pitches. You know, a lot of chin music. But you know what? Uh, you know, while, while we're talking about it, uh, big round of applause for for Coach Bob and Coach Chris who uh, who did a great Coach Bob job. Bob Chris, yeah, there you yeah. Go. Thanks. Oh, they are. They did a, put together a good season. Listen, you guys, I have a hard enough time with two kids. Hmm. All of a sudden, you're putting twelve or thirteen of them together in the same at the same time. Yeah, and it's like God bless you for for managing that. I have never and teaching <clears throat> you know athletic ability too. I have been asked if I had any interest in coaching. Yeah, and my answer has always been a resounding no, thank you. Yeah, and there was one time, actually, like twice. My kids were playing soccer, and the coach was, like, late. Like, 45 minutes late. Yeah. I mean, way late. And the only adult there was me and another woman. Mm-hmm. And so the two of us are looking at each other going, well, everybody's here. Maybe we should run the practice. And so the two of us ran the practice. She knew what she was doing, and I, you know, I'm an idiot. So I just, I'm pretty much following her lead. And we we ran the practice. What um, you ran the practice? Yeah, we had the kids run drills. We had all the balls. I don't, I don't believe you. You haven't run for anything. No, I didn't. Or, I, no, I yeah. organized. I didn't oh, run anything. Organize, organize. I okay. helped facilitate the practice. No, yeah. I'm not gonna run anywhere. And what please. was the what was the guy's excuse for not for being 45 minutes late? Uh, caught up at work, uh, traffic. Oh, really? And, you know, well, if died. somebody can't make the commitment to to dedicate all his free time to this, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we ran the drills, yeah. and uh, and then afterwards he said, well, "You guys did a pretty good job." Uh, would either one of you want to become an assistant coach? I'm like, no, I didn't. I didn't really want to be coach tonight. You know, uh, that happened when I when the t-ball when the kids were in t-ball. Yeah. And uh, they had um, they they were short they were short somebody during the game they were short one of the coaches during the game and so they had asked me they're like hey would you mind being the first base coach for tonight's game <laughs> right and I was like yeah sure why not I mean it's just a bunch of t-ball players how hard could it be and it really wasn't that hard when you're dealing with you know little kids like that right and uh, and then there I pretty much just became the shoe in to be the first base coach every time we went and did that. And then all of a sudden, I'm a coach of the team. They yeah. went to take the team photo, and the the real coach was like, oh, no, come on, you're you're a coach too. And I go, I am? And he goes, yeah, sit down. So I took the picture with the team, and, be, and before, you know, instead of saying cheese, right. I said, everybody say, Mr. Nagel didn't pass the Corey check. <laughs> Because nobody ever asked me, and I was all of a sudden I was just a coach on the team. 
That's not another, that they had anything to no, worry I about. I'm just saying. Yeah. I understand, but that's another weird process. The Corey check thing. The the, the Corey check, not the the actual you know background check. Yeah. But going through the the uncomfortable and awkward <laughs> seminar about oh, being yeah, Corey. Yeah, yeah. I we didn't, had see, it, I didn't do that. I didn't have I didn't have that experience. My my kids went to a, a Catholic elementary school, mm-hmm. and so uh, the priest and I'm not going to mention his name, but the priest. Uh, who uh, was uh, the the parish priest, was the one running it. And uh, he was describing all the many ways in which a child could be... Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Compromised. Compromised or exposed to horrible things. And he's just, you know, listing these things off. Now, I'm sitting next to a friend of mine, another one of these parents, Mm -hmm. right? And uh, we're sitting here. We're watching each other. We're, like, elbowing each other. Every time something is really awkward coming from a parish priest yeah. to the point where the two of us at one point look at each other and go, are, are, are we are, are we really sitting in the middle of this are yeah. we, are, is this happening is this really happening to us i felt violated just sitting there listening to this going on but, and, he, and and i'm like 25 feet away from the guy the irony in a catholic priest telling you what to not do with yeah, children that's yeah, exactly yeah, right yeah, it was yeah. it was the most bizarre thing ever well i mean it's kind of like you know the fbi hires criminals to help them aid in their assistance <laughs> on how criminal minds work so right like what what when, better way is there to to, yeah. to fight hackers than to hire a hacker to help you fight the hackers oh i'm going for a cory uh, seminar tonight oh yeah, who's teaching it? Father Bob. Oh yeah, <laughs> Father Bob. Really, he's teaching that today. Really? Well, yeah. okay. Uh, all right. That's all right. not uncomfortable what about, at uh, all. Scout leader Mitch. I'm sure he'll be there too. <laughs> or what about your gym coach? Yeah, right. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? It's 6:24 with Pax and Nagel on Rock 102. Mezcal is for sipping. Take a sip of mezcal, then bite into the orange slice dusted with spicy sal de gusano. Sal de gusano. Five of Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be foggy this morning, and uh, actually the fog was pretty thick coming down 91. Couldn't really see that far in front of you. So on top of your smoke uh, air, <clears throat> you got fog out there. I think that's called smog, isn't it? It's it is uh, it yes is called smog. I yeah. believe you're right. Uh, rainy uh, as well today with a high of 69. Giggity tomorrow sunny with a high of 74. It's 48 right now in downtown Springfield. We got open line Friday coming up later on this morning, and I got to tell you, I'm feeling really good about it because there's so much for you to take for everybody to get off their chest. Also, yes. the keyword to cash coming up after eight o'clock. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Uh, you ready to laugh? Sure. All right. Let's do that. It's Bax and Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's <laughs> classic rock. You know, my grandfather was a good guy. Your grandfather was? Yeah, he had the heart of a lion, stomach of a bear, and a lifetime ban from the local zoo. Because he took all those parts of those animals. animals. Yeah, yeah. He's harvesting at the zoo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. Here's your Western Mass News first alert. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Go to Gary Rome Hyundai today, get 0% financing on select models. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. The the headline on 22 News, when will the smoke from Canada go away? 
Didn't expect that headline. Hazy skies are something we usually expect to see in the summer on hot and humid days, but that is not the case right now. Typically in the summer, the heat and humidity and pollution came from the south and west and can collect in the Pioneer Valley, leading to poor air quality. This is a different situation, though, with the ongoing wildfires that continue to burn out of control in Canada. There's a low-pressure system that's been sitting and spinning, bringing a few showers and cooler temperatures, but it's also bringing the smoke from those wildfires uh, down over the northeast, leading to very hazy, smoking conditions. The good news is that it uh, does look like this low pressure will finally start to move away and things will start to improve as we head into the weekend. Well, that would be great if yeah. any of that is true. Well, the uh, Iron Man staff kept working uh, yesterday preparing for Sunday's inaugural Ironman 70.3 Western Mass Triathlon, all while the organizers kept an eye on the smoky skies. Uh-huh. Ooh, smoky skies. They haven't really talked much about the 50,000 gallons worth of uh, raw sewage in the river, though. Well, that's neither here nor there. Well, is it still here, or did it go somewhere else? Well, I mean, that was over a week ago that it overflowed with all the rain, so unless we don't get any more rain until, Mm. you know, heavy rain until Sunday. uh, Well, isn't it supposed to rain today? Yes. All right. Poo water. I'm just saying, Mm -hmm. you know, if if I had a... If I had a swim in the river, which I probably wouldn't do very often anyway, yeah, um, I would want to know that there's not fifty thousand gallons worth of human waste in it. No, I I wouldn't want it, but I love it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Springfield remained under the air quality alert yesterday into today. At this time, Ironman officials are moving forward with plans to conduct Sunday's event based upon current weather and smoke forecasts provided by public safety officials. Should any event change become necessary, it will be communicated through the event website and the event Facebook page. Oh, nobody uses Facebook anymore. Come no, on. they do. Smoke uh, from the Canadian wildfires blanketed the Pioneer Valley and much of the Northeast, fo- forcing the postponement of baseball games in Washington, Philadelphia, and New York City, and canceling the horse racing at Belmont Park on Long Island. I heard Scott uh, Cohen say that. Yeah. And I'm like, with all these dead horses that they that come out of the I, horse racing industry... <laughs> I said it in my view from yeah. the couch. You had 12 right. horses die at Churchill Downs. But the air. But the air yeah. at Belmont is too dangerous to run races. Well, much like uh, your your argument over the poo water in yeah. the uh, Connecticut River. Now, what? the thing is, the Belmont Stakes are coming up this weekend. Yeah. So they, ha- they haven't canceled that yet. It's all the other horse races leading up to it. But, uh, you know, they make it to the point where they have no other choice. I've had a Belmont Stake before. I had a stake on Belmont Avenue once. And uh, it wasn't that it wasn't that great. Did it taste like horse meat as well? No, but it just wasn't great. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, uh, we don't do anything that's uh, going to harm people. So we're going to monitor carefully and coordinate. Yes, you listen. When it comes down to it with the entry fees and how much money you've spent putting that thing together, you know how hard it is to organize that? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to push it as much as you can (laughs) to get the race to go. Of course. Listen, if it, it. Things would have to be get substantially worse mm-hmm. for them to cancel it. And everyone's talking about how it's going to be slightly better over the next couple of days. Well, if that's the case, they're running the Belmont Stakes anyway. Because exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Too, way too much money on the line to cancel it. You ain't canceling this event in my town. You know, it was going to be called the Dom Dom event, but I didn't want to bet too much attention towards me. <laughs> I'm sure that's yeah. what happened. Springfield Fire responded to a car fire at the Cumberland Farms on Parker Street Thursday evening. A car caught fire while parked at the pump 
uh, and uh, Springfield Fire Department was able to extinguish it. And no injuries were reported, uh, but that's scary. Yeah, a car on fire next to a gas pump. That's a little frightening. The entire front of the vehicle, as well as everything underneath its hood, was damaged from the fire. Springfield Arson and Bomb Squad is currently investigating. 22 News will continue to update this story as new information is released. No, they won't. I saw this crazy video uh, the other day. I'm not sure how I'm not sure how recent it is, but it it, it showed up yesterday. And it's this uh, this woman uh, who is panhandling at a gas station, and she goes up to a guy who's filling up his tank at the ga- at the pump, mm-hmm. and uh, you know she asks him for money, and the dude says, "Yeah, I don't have any don't spare change. change. I'm yeah, yeah. paying with a credit card to fill up my tank at the gas pump." And uh, she walks away, like five feet, and then turns back around and then takes her cigarette and puts it in the gas tank oh, while, the guy is, oh. while the guy is filling his tank. Whoa. I mean, he wasn't hurt, but the, the car was messed up. Yeah, I bet. Because he, you know, he backed up, you know, <laughs> he backed up pretty fast. But man, what a crazy thing that is. That's some scary shiznit. Yeah. So the next time someone uh, panhandles you at the gas station. Give him, give him a quarter. Give, give him something. Here, here's, here's five. Here's, here's here's five bucks. That's all I got. That's all I got to give. I should. I, I really want to uh, try doing that, standing on the traffic island and, and collecting money. Yeah, you is could. It, you could do it. Is it legal for you to do that? I don't know if it's legal, but it might be well, barely legal. So the other day, I'm in uh, in Westfield and I'm driving by the the Westfield shops and I see this guy standing in the uh, in the traffic island right in front of the Home Depot. Mm-hmm. And he's got it's a yellow vest on. Like he's collecting for some sort of church or something like that. You ever see those yeah. folks they they stand at the corner of Parker Street a lot? Like when the yeah. firefighters used to hold the boot out. Okay, but the firefighters I can see cuz that's like it's the firefighters. It's like that's their thing that yeah. they do every year. They do the 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 boot drive or whatever. But then I mean, but these guys look like the DPW workers looking for a handout. Well, that's what I mean. Like they're saying they're collecting for some sort of church, but I didn't think that was legal to just stand right there on the middle of a traffic island and collect money for that. Because it, it makes it seem like, you know what, they're not really collecting this for a church, they're just collecting it for themselves. Right. Well, I don't know. I don't I don't know what kind of laws they have uh, on, on that sort of thing. I mean, I know, you know, like at every major intersection in Springfield, you're going to yeah. find uh, somebody saying, uh, you know, I'm down on my luck, how about some spare and some change? Well, I'm just I, I just see people like hand fives and tens out the window to these folks and I'm like, well, if I just make myself look disheveled enough, which wasn't really that hard to do. Yeah. Uh I could probably uh, collect some money as well. I would be willing to donate more in situations like that. Yeah. If I knew I could get a tax deductible receipt. Oh, like a write-off? Like a write-off. Okay, I I see what you're saying. It's like, okay, yes, I'll be happy to give you $20. Can you offer a tax deductible receipt? Yeah. Can you give me a where's your where's your ledger your register? Yeah. What is what is uh, we, what is your tax ID number? Well, it's and, uh, you know, 1848 yeah. I mean, I am donating to a charitable cause after all. It's just you know, I just want to make sure that's recognized and that you know we both benefit out of this exchange. I don't think that's wrong. No. But I think I, it's actually uh, pretty intelligent. But I'd be the guy with the sign that says, uh, looking to buy drugs for money. Uh, give it to me. You know. At least you're honest. Well, I probably would buy weed with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm you know. 
It's not like you're going to use that money so you can go on a Catholic mission somewhere. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know? A multi-agency investigation has successfully dismantled a drug trafficking enterprise, leading to the conviction of 20 individuals on felony drug charges. The operation was responsible for the distribution of hundreds of grams of cocaine valued at hundreds of thousands of dollars in the region. The investigation, which involved numerous law enforcement organizations, concluded with the forfeiture of over $80,000 in cash and imposed state prison sentences ranging from 30 to 40 years on seven defendants. In a recent court session presided over in Franklin County uh, by uh, Court Judge David Hodge, two defendants, 42-year-old Jason Nadeau of Ludlow and 30-year-old David Gallegos of Deerfield, admitted to charges related to the drug operation, and Nadeau pleaded guilty to two felony charges of tra- trafficking cocaine and one charge of uh, conspiracy. Well, there you go. Uh, pretty successful run. Yeah. 20 individuals. Sentences ranging from thirty to forty years. Damn! Wow, that's a uh, that's a lot of years for that many people. Well, you're gonna have a lot of time to think. You thought Greenfield was a prison? <laughs> Wait till you actually get to prison. Uh, Greenfield is a, a, a yeah. paradise compared to that. A Springfield man was arrested for the third time with an illegal firearm, according to police. On Wednesday, around six p.m., the Springfield Police FIU have been investigating 19-year-old Jaheem Sutherland for the illegal possession of a machine gun. Detectives saw a car on the 700 block of State Street Sutherland was in. The car was then parked at a convenience store on Worthington Street when detectives detained the suspect. A a loaded, large-capacity ghost gun loaded with 15 rounds of ammunition was seized and he was arrested. At the time of his arrest, Sutherland was out on bail wearing a GPS ankle bracelet from an open illegal firearms case. Apparently, this uh, this young man has not learned any lesson whatsoever. Well, I mean, let's say you got the ankle bracelet on. Yeah. You've been out on bail for mm, six months. Sure. You know you got the court date coming up, but you got that. It's your palms are itching. Your palms are itching. Yeah, get, I, I need to get my hands on an illegal gun. And then you have your buddy make a ghost gun for you. Yeah, but you know, if you've got the uh, the ankle bracelet, now this is just this is just me, and maybe my rational thinking is uh, is obscuring reality a bit. But if you've got the bracelet on your ankle, mm-hmm. doesn't that suggest that the best way to go about your day is to not break any laws? You would think okay. that might be the case. Well, I know that some guys have just got a notion that they just can't help themselves, and you got to. Let, let's say the ghost gun was gifted. Yeah, I would say thank you, but no, no thank, thank you. you. That's that's me. Well, I would do it politely because I've got the ankle bracelet on uh, uh, that tells everybody in law enforcement where I am. It's like uh, that's kind of like jewelry. Yes. You wear the ankle bracelet. That's correct. You ever, you ever see the, uh, there was a, a tourism, uh, promotional tourism uh, guide for Chicago. And they were showing all these, you know, beautiful pictures of all the different historical mm-hmm. uh, things out there, you know, the famous right. buildings and whatnot. And then they had this picture of this bi- this really nice park. It must be like the Central Park of Chicago, whatever it is. And they show these two, these two lovers on a paddle boat. And then... Somebody zoomed in on the photo, and you can see the guy's ankle bracelet. <laughs> hey, welcome to Chicago. Doesn't mean yeah. you can't be in love. No, 
Chicago, uh, speaking of Chicago, Chicago-based Regal Health Food International is recalling some tubs of its chocolate-covered raisins over concern. They may contain undeclared peanuts, a known allergen. The item was sold at Dollar General stores. You Un- can't trust the Dollar General to yeah. be nut-free? No, he's not nut-free. Dollar General has nuts all over the store. <laughs> the effective items are the Regal Gourmet Snacks with milk ra- chocolate raisins and 16-ounce regular tubs. Uh, labels on the top of the lid contains UPC 0287442010002. Whoa, 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 slow down. All right, it's UPC 028 No, wait a minute. Two, hold on a second. Start from Zero, the beginning. Start from the beginning. 028 0287422 No, 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 wait, wait, go back. 028 No, no, no. Wait, how many zeros? That's too many zeros. Too many zeros. It's two zeros. All right, let me I gotta need an eraser here. It's two yeah. All right. Okay. Well, thankfully, that's not the one I've got. According to Regal, the products were distributed through Dollar General Distribution Centers in uh, in in Scotts, Scottsville, Kentucky, Jonesville, South Carolina, Blair, Nebraska, Boston, and Oklahoma. Boston, yeah. Well, that's a little too close to home. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm telling you about the uh, the peanuts and the and the undeclared peanuts. You said peanuts. What is that like? A is that like a peanut that doesn't vote? <laughs> I'm undeclared. That's it. Yeah. yeah. They're kind of want, on the fence. Do you want chocolate or do you want to be in trail mix? I don't know. I'm undecided. Uh, yeah. I, I'll have to figure this out later. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today. It is going to be, and I will tell you in just one second, uh, rainy today, foggy this morning, uh, and then rainy throughout the rest of the day with a high of 69 giggity. Tomorrow, Sunny with a high of 75. It's 49 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. Rock 102's classic. Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. 650 and Paul McCartney with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be rainy today with a high of 69, giggity. Tomorrow, uh, sunny with a high of 75. It's 49 right now in downtown Springfield. Steve, uh, as you know, there's a whole other side to uh, classic rock, and Baxi's musical podcast uh, does that all. Uh, Every week I talk to some of the greatest legends in rock, new wave, alternative, metal, punk, even talk to producers, authors, record executives, and -and up-and-coming artists, too. This week, my guest is Carlos Alomar, who played uh, on 11 albums with David Bowie and played with everybody else, too, on 32 gold or platinum records. You can find that on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and on rock102.com. It's brought to you by Z&M Home Buyers. Find them online at znmhome.com. Homes.com and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. Do you know what uh, Do you know what today is? Uh, I do not. It's uh, other it's, than Friday. It's six nine. Mm? You're right. It's the ninth of June. No, it's, yeah. Uh, it's It's also National Sex Day. That's why it is uh, on six nine. I don't. I don't the, get the the, the sixty nine giggity thing. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, don't yeah, really understand that. Today's National Sex Day. <laughs> My buddy who's into pregnant chicks really likes this. Uh, Do you have some sort of survey? Oh, I have a survey. Do you really? Good. Uh, National Sex Day is today dedicated to the joys of having sexual relationships, engaging in pleasurable activities, and exploring each other's bodies. There's a lot more to it than just getting physical. 
It's about connecting with someone and creating and enjoying this otherworldly experience. Is, is that really a necessary part this of the story? Can't that just be assumed? This was written by a woman. Yeah, sex, no, is a, sex is a primal instinct that no living species is alien to. It has existed since the beginning of time and what continues the circle of life. The origins of the holiday are unknown, but it is celebrated on June 9th because the date is 6-9, that infamous position. Uh, the uh, word coitus originally comes from the word Latin cora, meaning to go together. All right. <clears throat> it's you know, also I, referred to the planetary alignment and magnetic force. Sure. Well, that I knew. Um, that's a lot of words for something that just could have said, hey, it's National Sex Day, 6-9. Yeah. That's it. 6-9. That's it. Happy 6-9. I assume that sex has been around since the uh, the very beginning of uh, of life. That would be the reason why life happened, because somebody no. or some species had sex with each other. I don't know. I've, nobody's had sex in the history of the world at all. Oh, ever. yeah, they have. No. I, they have. Although uh, sex has existed forever, it was in India that the act became viewed as artistic and sophisticated. Mm. The history of sex took a pivotal turn when the first works of literature treating intercourse as science were written in India. Many people believe that sex education through literature and art was pioneered in India, until today, India has been the uh, center of New Age attitudes toward. Many sexual practices started in India, such as kissing on the lips before spreading to the rest of the world. Right. Yeah. That would explain the overpopulation of uh, this country of India. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, uh, they like their... They like their uh, I, I'm trying not to be, like disgusting or dirty about it because i i have to be careful yeah and no one would expect that nobody from wants either. to lose a broadcast license over my thoughts on what the sex thing is in <laughs> india right so right. i'm trying to just be careful about it the yeah. most popular uh, sexual text from india is the kama sutra right yeah unless you're at an ice cream shop at enfield then it's the palma sutra oh, oh! You know, we're going to talk about that coming up after seven o'clock. Yes, we will. There is some uh, some that guy who was uh, <clears throat> I don't know making his own custard in yeah. the parking lot. He was yeah. <laughs> he was filling his own cone, you could say. Anyway, the karma uh, they're the Kama Sutra, which revolu re revolutionized sex with its sixty four variations of lovemaking. Sixty four. Who's got the time? I know three. <laughs> I know three, yeah, yeah. but I rarely get around to two. The literature was originally intended for use by warriors, warriors, philosophers, and the Royals. The Kansas City Royals? <laughs> it's the horniest baseball team in America. Usually they're getting, you know what, yeah, I know. Uh, as opposed I know. to giving it. Yeah. The uh, Through physical connection, uh, the emotional bond between two people is also strengthened. <laughs> Whatever. Emotional bond. Please, that's not, you, what, that's not what it's there for. You and your delicate lovemaking. <laughs> From a, a purely scientific perspective, the purpose of sex is mainly for reproduction and maintaining a healthy body. There are many uh, health benefits of sex, including lower blood pressure levels and a form of stress release. Yeah, that's hot. All right. <laughs> well, uh, well, uh, yeah. Well, it's 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 Happy National Sex Day. Well, Happy so. National Sex Day to you, Steve. I'm gonna go celebrate by myself. Good for you. Yeah. There you go. Party of one, please. Yeah. I held a bukkake party and nobody came. Oh Jesus! It's six fifty-five with Bax and Nagel at Rock One Hundred and Two. Uni Pizza Ovens and Traeger Wood Fired Grills. Hey.
good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? You know, as the years go by, I'm finding myself increasingly annoyed with social media. Not because it's a horrifying cesspool of poor choices and bad ideas. I happen to enjoy that aspect of it. What I do find troubling is the lack of foresight that people have before hitting send. It's almost as if some people do not have the ability to understand that not everything is clever, not everything is funny, and not everybody gets your point even when you think otherwise. For example, yesterday, the Boston Red Sox called up pitcher Matt Dermody from Worcester to make his Major League uh, Major League debut against the Cleveland uh, uh, Guardians. And although Dermody's performance was largely forgettable with three earned runs and four innings of work, that's not what had people all bent out of shape. Yesterday, there was a groundswell of disgruntled Red Sox fans who were upset over a homophobic statement that Dermody made on Twitter two years ago. And although the tweet has been taken down long ago and Dermody was forced to complete a anti-discrimination and harassment training program last March, screenshots of that tweet are still floating around out there, thereby causing many Red Sox fans to wonder, what the hell's up with this guy? Well, the good news is, for those of you who believe the Red Sox made a mistake by calling in Matt Carmody, you'll be delighted to know that he's already been designated for assignment back to Worcester later today. And while some of you might argue that nobody should be held accountable for a two-year-old tweet, I should point out that two years ago, he was still a 30-year-old man who should have known better. Listen, if you're going to use social media as a landing strip for your caustic and hurtful stupidity, ask yourself this first. Am I posting my hate-fueled garbage? really worth it? Why is it worth it? And am I willing to accept consequences for making it public and letting everybody know that I'm an idiot? If any of the answers are no, then maybe chewing on Tide Pods would be a safer choice. But hey, and if my yappin' force brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Rocky's not only has the best grills, Weber gas grills, Traeger wood-fired uh, grills, the big green egg, the Uni outdoor pizza oven and black door outdoor griddles, Rockies has also got all the grilling gear and fuel. Up your grilling game today with Rockies Ace Hardware, your grilling destination. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Spring- Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 709 and Blue Oyster Cult. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is going to be uh, cloudy and foggy this morning and uh, rain showers throughout the day and a high of 69, giggity. <laughs> National <laughs> Sex Day, the high is 69. And, what are the uh, odds? And the, the, the date is 69. Damn. Yeah, make a, a wish. Giggity all day. All, all right. Uh, 75 for a high tomorrow. It's 49 right now in downtown Springfield. You're about an hour away from hearing uh, today's keyword to cash, your chance of winning $1,000 from Rock 102. Uh, I have a little bit more detail on a story we started uh, the other day out of Enfield. A former construction detail deputy with the Hamden County Sheriff's Department is being... Yeah, that's right. Uh, accused of masturbating in front of children outside an Enfield ice cream shop last week. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes you think. On Friday, witnesses said they heard a loud moaning noise coming from a parked truck. According to the report, witnesses said the noise was blasting through the truck speakers and a man inside the car had his leg hanging out the window. Well, you got to stretch out. I mean, you, 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 you can't be in a cramped space. Police then arrested 51-year-old Todd LaFond after catching him in the act. Todd LaFondle? LaFondel is now being charged with public indecency. Really? Yes. Imagine that. Uh, Western Mass News reached out to the Hamden County Sheriff's Office and released a statement on the incident. 
The Hamden County Sheriff's Office is aware of the allegations against Todd LaFondle, a per diem deputy who previously worked occasional construction details. Mr. LaFondle has not worked a construction detail under the Sheriff's Office in more than two years, and he has been terminated. The Sheriff's Office has no tolerance for anyone associated with the department, whether full-time, part-time, or contracted, as in this case, taking part in any criminal activity. Slap me with a Anyway, um, yeah, I said this the other day when we first yeah. talked about this. Yeah, uh, it would have to be some pretty damn good ice cream for me to want to defile myself in public. I'd worry about it melting. The ice cream? Yes. That's all he did. <laughs> now, listen, I, I, I understand that uh, you know, sometimes a dude gets a gets a notion, yeah. uh, get, a, get a little bee in his bonnet and yeah. thinks, uh, if I don't get home, like right away, we're going to have some, yeah. we're going to have a whole big bunch of problems. Rum raisin makes me horny. <laughs> But I have never uh, really thought uh, like a parking lot. Well, anywhere I, I, is a really great place to do it. You know, I, I'm having trouble uh, picturing the position that uh, Mr. LaFondle was in. Yeah. The leg out the window? Was he I like assume, laying down and then like got the leg up in the, probably. Uh, the window? Like, you ever see those people who drive like that? Obviously, there's no clutch. No, no, not, not at all. Automatic yeah. transmission. No, just a shifter. Just a shifter. <laughs> um, but you're, and not only that, but yeah. you're listening, you're watching pornography, which is, and and listening to it at such a high volume that everybody else in the parking lot can hear it. Yeah, you know, I, so I assume, again, I assume this is going uh, connected to Bluetooth. Running through the speakers of his car. Yeah. Okay. So then, you know, the volume is a, a goo tooth is more what it looks right, like. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, there's a lot going on here. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I assume the seat has to be down because uh, how else do you swing? I assume it's the left leg out the the driver's side window. I see. That's what I don't know. I don't know. You know what position he was in. It could have been the right leg out the passenger side window, or it could have been the right leg out the driver's side window, depending on what position. Yeah. He was right. In. Right. Well, I mean, I, I, again, I just, it's just, it is kind of, it is kind of hard to picture it. I mean, I want to put a mental image in my brain, but not too much of a mental image in my brain. Mm-hmm. If you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You know, not that I'm. It, not that I'm suggesting that that's where I would want to go to do it, because I'm again, uh, that's uh, that's me time, that's alone time. It's just like uh, again, I have a hard time um, figuring out why somebody would be, why the mood would strike you. You know, it's a crisp, cool, late spring evening in mm-hmm. June, and you're getting you you just picked up your uh, your praline ice cream. <laughs> And you're like, you know, it would go really good with, or maybe the sprinkles. Ice, you know what? This could be a marketing ploy for Smite's ice cream. Hey, listen, this ice cream is so good. <laughs> <laughs> it gets the loins going. Yeah, 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 yeah. You'll come back for more. Yeah, that's this, right. This is this is loin flavored ice cream right, right here. Yeah. Were there sprinkles in that cone? Oh, yeah, there were sprinkles. I bet on there. It. Yeah. I bet there were shavings. 
and lots of shavings. <laughs> Ice shavings. Yeah. Now, I, uh, I find it interesting and uh, that the statement of the sheriff's department, because, I mean, the other day when this was uh, announced that this guy was uh, was uh, was doing this, and they, they, they were pretty clear to say that he was a employee of the sheriff's department the yeah. sheriff's department was very careful in saying well now well, wait a minute he may have worked for us yeah but he's not yeah. an employee at the moment no he, he's uh, we've already we've already had uh issues that have caused him to no longer be a part of our brethren yes i don't even know what those are and really they're none of my business but i i find it interesting that the sheriff's department was so specific in stating uh, no He's he's not with us. He 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 doesn't belong here. Yeah. 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 When when you try to distance yourself from somebody, I don't want nothing yeah, to do I with know. this guy. I know. I mean, and you're talking about the 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 sheriff's department, where you know they've got guys in prison that are doing this kind of thing all the time, yeah, but yeah. with far less ice cream. Yeah. But uh, in the in the in the cells, they <laughs> they throw it at the window. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what did multiple make say to you, Clarice? Isn't it weird though? Like you, you run into people and you're like, "Oh, that's a decent person," and then all of a sudden something like this comes up, and you're like, "Why would you do something like that? Why would you?" You know, you're basically. I mean, it's just not a good look for you. It really isn't. It, it's it's kind of hard to kind of uh, pivot after something like that. You know, trying to get back on the. I mean, I'm sure there's all kinds of things that uh, you know people will be wondering, but, and uh, like, you know, go lock yourself in a bathroom. Like, uh, listen, you get get a pair of ear pods, get the spatial audio, and you can listen to that chick talk right into your ear. You don't need to. You don't need to blast yeah. it for everybody to see in the parking lot of the ice cream shop. You get those uh, those ocular goggles from Facebook. Oh yeah, like the meta glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. That would, you know, but do it in the comfort of your own home or your garage or something. This is a. This is also another class in the Steve Nagel College of Knowledge. Yes, yeah. I I agree. It's it's a J O one hundred and one is the is the name of it. The first thing is make sure you're in a private space where no one can see you. Right. For miles around, even if people are around, turn on the sink. Play some music. Do whatever you can to be inconspicuous. Yeah, it makes you kind of wonder, like, when you do go to a, like a, you ever go sit in a parking lot somewhere just to, like, get away from everybody, just to sit there and maybe text a a little bit or something like that? Yeah. And then, uh, and then you see other cars. Yeah. Like, doing the same thing. Doesn't it make you wonder, like, how many of those guys are, uh, you know, blasting off in there? I don't put myself in that kind of headspace where i'm wondering what everybody else is doing if i'm if i pull off to the side of the road or into a park to do my own business like text somebody i'm more focused on me than i am on everybody else i don't know if that's bad situational uh, situational awareness or, or whatever it is but i can i can only really be responsible for my own my own actions well that's what most yeah. people should be responsible for but uh yeah, I, I, I kind of wonder sometimes what else is going on in these cars. You know, it's situational awareness. You don't really think about other things going on no. around you. And why would you? Well, but like. Because you don't, you don't pull over to the side of the road at a park and say, well, everybody else is doing it. No, but I'm sure that there was somebody out there that was at that ice cream shop that particular night that had no idea what was going on mm-hmm. and is now hearing about it for the first time going, 
There was? Yeah. There was oh, a oh, guy yeah. out there? But the, he was approached by at least, I don't know if it was the uh, the owners of the ice cream shop or yeah. somebody who was in the parking lot told to, hey, buddy, yeah. why don't you move along? He yeah. was told to get out of there. Uh, let's see. He was tapping the Wookiee on the head. Right. Yep. Yeah. 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 Or visiting Rosie Palms and her five sisters. I don't know if you can fit everybody in that truck, though, like that. Uh, arguing with the Henry Longfellow, uh-huh. uh, calling down for more mayo. <laughs> what was the one you said the other day? Uh, looking for clues with Fred and Daphne. <laughs> and I would have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for you meddling kids. <laughs> it's 720 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. GG Inks, screen printing and embroidery. They print... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 726 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It is uh, going to be, well, uh, well, Dan Brown can give you, or uh, what's his name? Liam Murphy. Oh, yeah. He's the one. He can give you the forecast. Uh, we have uh, Open Line Friday coming up next hour. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting people asking me, hey, uh, if I can get in uh, on Open Line Friday, can I mention this? It's Open Line. You can say. It's open Line. You can say whatever you'd like. Yeah. It, well, there's, there's no limit. Uh, Right. I mean, there's, there's no, there are limits, but I mean, I'm not going to say, no, I'm sorry, you can't talk about an event. Hey, you can talk about I'm not going to talk about that. I'm not going to stop you from doing that kind of thing. If you get through. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the whole, that's the whole purpose of it. It's like a, it's like a little rat race trying to get through. uh, Sometimes it is. To, to, to open lines. Uh, There's a story here that I wanted to, uh, you know, I always, uh, I always lose these things. There was this, this girl who pretended to be a boy. Okay. In order to have sex with another girl. Okay. Isn't that, isn't that weird? That's a little weird. Yeah, and uh, let me just, uh, let's see, where is it? Girl dresses like boy, got to get the story, it's got to click up. The internet has been really slow around here for some reason. Like the last week or so. Like the last month. A teenage girl who pretended to be a boy in order to engage in sexual activity with a severely short-sighted girl it also duped a second teenager, a court has heard. 21-year-old Georgia Bilham is on trial at uh, Chester Crown. This is obviously in, in England. Uh, court for 17 sexual offenses after allegedly deceiving a teenage girl into sex by pretending to be a boy. The alleged victim, who can't be named, insists she did not consent to have sexual contact with a girl. She says she believed Bilham was a boy called George Perry, who had anxiety and claimed to be paranoid because he was mixed up with Albanian drug dealers. Billum was approximately 15 or 16 when she first posed as, quote, George online, but 19 when the alleged sexual activity took place. Whenever the pair met, Billum, who was from Chester, disguised her long blonde hair by keeping her hood up even while in bed. She wore male clothing and put on a deep voice with a Birmingham accent, the court heard, and always took her alleged victim's glasses off as soon as they met. Mm-hmm. On uh, Thursday, another young woman told the jury she too had met George online in 2021 when he added her on Snapchat. 22-year-old Nikita Hughes says she was only 16 when they first started chatting. She says she called him Brummy George because of his accent and just met him once after a failed attempt to meet him in a in a restaurant parking lot uh, while they were on a college trip. She told police there was something strange about George that I couldn't put my finger on, but I had no idea he was a girl. Giving evidence without uh, screens, Hughes told the uh, jury George added her on Snapchat in 2021, and they started talking all the time, including FaceTime video calls. What he would do with this other victim 
would like take her glasses off when make her take her glasses off whenever they were together. Okay. The girl had severe vision problems and needed those glasses to see. But fell in love with this person and you know believed everything he or she said. Right. Uh and that's how she manipulated her. The false pretense is pretty elaborate when you think about it. Yeah. 17 times that they were together. Yeah. I mean I mean one time, two times. 17 times. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. But it's it's amazing what lengths people will go to. To you know, That's a lot of work to put into to yeah. pretend you're somebody else. And, and, then, uh, and to pretend you're you're another gender, too. Well, I mean, that's that in itself is not so unusual that someone may be identifying in a different gender. That's that's not that unusual. No, but but, 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 but to deceive somebody that's what I mean. through it. That's that's now you're talking about something a little bit different. But that's what I mean. You're keep you're keep you're keeping up a charade that, you know, you're obviously just doing this for one thing and one thing only. Right. I mean, obviously, you're not looking for this to be a long... You, you can't possibly expect this to become a long-term relationship no. with so much deception going on. It makes you wonder, though, like, of people that... Even just regular people that you meet, not the people that you can't see. Right. But people that you meet every day, like, you have no idea what goes on in their lives. No. And what kind of shady stuff they might be up to. Oh, we're all involved in something shady. But, yeah. uh, well, I, not me, but, I mean, other people are really involved in some... Sh- Shady business. And yeah, you're right. Sometimes you wonder, okay, well, it, at the worst moments of their lives, what are these people really capable of? Right. You know? Yeah, that's what you got to be scared about. Then it's always fun to find yeah. out. But, uh, yeah, she's going to prison for quite some time now. Yeah, I would say. And, uh, and, and rightfully so. It's 731. We have news next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. Air quality. 734 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Big Y, your family market. Sign up today to save with a My Big Y digital account. It's more than food. It's My Big Y. Visit your local Big Y today. There's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. The Springfield man was arrested for the third time with an illegal firearm, according to police. On Wednesday around 6 p.m., the Springfield FIU were investigating 19-year-old Jaheem Sutherland, for the illegal possession of a machine gun. Detectives saw a car on the 700 block of State Street Sutherland was in. The car was then parked at a convenience store on Worthington Street when detectives detained the suspect. A, load, a loaded large-capacity ghost gun ghost, loaded with 15 rounds of ammunition was seized, and he was arrested. At the time of his arrest, Sutherland was out on bail wearing a GPS ankle uh, bracelet uh, hmm. from uh, from an open illegal firearms case. Now, you, you say this is the uh, third time he's been arrested for this kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the F- I, I would think if you get busted once with an illegal firearm, that would be enough to persuade most people to never want to do it again. Well, unless you have an illegal firearm addiction. I mean, those are hard to break. You know? Uh, mm. Yeah, I suppose. You know, like those snub noses are just the gateway guns to larger uh, firearms. Right. A nine millimeter, and then uh, maybe a forty-five, and then uh, then you're all of a sudden you're up to your assault rifles. I know. And, uh, you I, know, and then uh, one thing leads to another, and you got a ghost machine gun. It's a heavy burden to bear. I understand, but Jaheem, dude, I mean, you're wearing the bracelet. Yeah. What does that tell you? Tells me. That when it comes to illegal firearms, 
you're not all that great at it. Yeah, that's not like uh, I went to a nightclub and forgot to take this wristband off the next day. Yeah, right. That's exactly you know it. What I mean, like that's you right. have to keep that on, and you shouldn't be doing anything that uh, requires you to be getting in trouble. When you're wearing a uh, a monitoring bracelet on your on your ankle, that's the kind of thing that says, you know what? Perhaps I should not draw attention to myself. That says maybe I. Should stay out of trouble. Well, maybe it's a badge of honor against ghost ghost gun collectors. Hey, man, you got your GPS ankle bracelet? Yeah, man, I got it right here. Yeah. Well, oh. there's no there's no banquet for people who who are doing like this kind of stuff. They don't have like an award ceremony. No, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, and today's uh, ankle, ghost gun carrier yeah. of the year, it's yeah. Jaheem Sutherland of yes. Springfield. Yes. Uh, welcome to the national uh, ankle bracelet monitor uh, dinner. Yeah. Can you imagine the acceptance speech? Uh, I would like to thank uh, my Lord and Savior Jesus yeah. and my family. It's a spaghetti dinner. It'll be held at the Fire Barn on Route Nine in uh, Waitley or wherever. I don't know. <laughs> Route Nine doesn't. Does Route Nine even go through Waitley? I don't even think it does. I don't think it does. No, Charlemont. Route Nine. Yeah, there, Charlemont. You go, there. there you go. Uh, yeah, you have the whole big spaghetti dinner. They yep. get, they give out the awards. Yep. Participation trophies. There's a, there's a slideshow yeah. of other guns that have been seized by the police. Or, or even best drug runner. Best drug runner. You know, all different kinds of crimes. Yeah, right. Yeah, best drug runner with an ankle GPS uh, monitor. I could not have done this all alone. Yeah. I want to thank all of my friends who are there to support me. Springfield Fire responded to a car fire at the Cumberland Farms on Parker Street last night. A car uh, caught fire while parked at the pump. Uh, Springfield Fire Department was able to extinguish that fire, and no injuries are reported, according to the department. The entire front of the vehicle, as well as everything underneath its hood, was damaged from it from the fire. Springfield Arson and Bomb Squad is currently investigating, and 22 News will not update you on the story as it becomes available. Even though they promised to. Yes. The East Hampton Fire Department was presented with a $55,000 grant to make the city safer. The assistance to firefighters grant is funded by the FEMA with the goal of meeting the firefighting and emergency response needs of fire departments across the nation. On Tuesday, FEMA awarded the East Hampton Fire Department $55,000 that will be used to help reduce injury and prevent death among high-risk populations. A portion of the funds will be used to purchase smoke detectors and carbon monoxide detectors for residents in need. Oh, for $55,000? What is that, like six detectors? Did you ever <laughs> see how much these things are? Yeah, they're a lot. I had to, I had to put the, all these in when I moved out of my old house. They're like 80 bucks a piece. Easy, easily. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you need them. They're, they're going to save your life. But uh, remember, like, smoke detectors used to be 10 bucks. Now well, they, they were just smoke detectors back now then. They, now that they're the yeah. the hybrid ones that also do uh, monoxide, carbon monoxide. Carbon monoxide. Uh, so yeah, they're going to be uh, they're living the, the bougie life up there in East Hampton. Well, they've got they got a lot going on up there. They do between that and the school the school department, a lot to think about. Uh, a former Belchertown police lieutenant was sentenced in court Tuesday for charges in connection with unsuspected recordings of several women. 38-year-old Michael Beaupre uh, pleaded guilty on eight counts of photographing an unsuspecting nude person was sentenced to two years of probation. He admitted to sufficient facts on 11 counts of unlawful wiretapping, and the judge continued those two counts for two years without a finding, which will run concurrently. Beaupre uh, is uh, ordered to stay away and have no contact with the complaining witnesses, have no alcohol use, 
undergo random screening and continue counseling or treatment currently ongoing as part of his probation. Charges were dismissed of one count each of photographing an unsuspecting nude person and unlawful wiretapping. According to court documents from Eastern Hampshire District Court, uh, Bupree allegedly recorded several women from January 2017 to January 2022 unsuspectingly during various stages of address while they were in his home. In January of 2022, Jesus. a state police detective met one of the victims that claimed to have found a black USB thumb drive on Bupree's desk in his home. She inserted the drive into her computer and found several vo- folders labeled by the names of the victims. How creepy oh, is that? That's real creepy. When she opened the folder with her name, she told troopers there were several photos and videos she had voluntarily given uh, Beaupre, but other videos of them having sex. The victim allegedly never consented to being recorded after being asked several times in the past and was unaware that she was being recorded. The state trooper checked the thumb drive and found similar videos in other folders. A search warrant was granted and state police determined to have found 60 folders labeled with women's names, 13 of which were consistent uh, with the unaware recordings. In those 13 folders, which were identified as seven different women, troopers allegedly found 348 videos consistent with two separate cameras in the room. Jesus. Each of the victims told police they did not consent and uh, were unaware that they were being recorded. He resigned from the department in May of 2022. His case was moved to Worcester County to avoid any Perceived conflict of interest. Yeah, because yeah. he probably photographed half the jury. <laughs> that's uh, that's some creepy that's shit, isn't it, man? That's some sketchy like, stuff. You know, you, uh, again, like you don't know who you're dealing with. You don't know. Uh, yeah, the people could be like the nicest people on the face of the planet, and they're doing all this creepy stuff behind closed doors. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's uh, that is that is not uh, that is not what I do. I don't I don't, I don't take pic- unsuspecting pictures or videos of people, and I don't masturbate in a parking lot. And it and it seems like it's just probation. It doesn't seem like he's going to jail for that. It seems but like yet, probation and continued without a finding. Well, uh, but that's criminal, though. I that's mean, what I mean. Yeah, I mean, I mean. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know how the law works sometimes, and it just you know, makes me oh. shake my head. But it seems to me, you know, he has violated, you know, how many women? Sixty women? Yeah, yeah. It's a vi- it, It's a gross violation. It's. Um, I think the 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 real punishment for a former cop is to tell him you can't have any alcohol. Yeah. Well. Cops don't I, like when you tell them you can't drink. They don't. But yeah. I think this guy probably deserves a little bit more than that. I'm sure he does. If you saw the Will Ferrell movie, The Campaign, there's a scene where his character inadvertently punches a baby. It's meant to be funny, but some person actually did this in real life. A 26-year-old man in North Carolina named Rico Williams was arrested last weekend after punching a one-year-old baby boy as the mother and baby were crossing the street. The mother said she didn't even know the guy. Thankfully, there were witnesses around, including a hero DoorDash driver who chased the guy down and subdued him until police got there. Rico was charged with an assault on a child under 12. The baby's going to be okay. He was treated at a hospital and, un, and released. It's unclear why he punched the kid, but when he was arrested, he was reportedly incoherent. Mm. I would imagine you would have to be some sort of uh, either on drugs or alcohol to do something like that or be mentally ill. Yeah, rational people don't do that. Yeah. Although, because uh, I'm pretty sure the baby didn't start it. Yeah. Unless this guy grew up in like a, a baby punching, uh, you know, environment. 
Maybe he was punched as a baby. Yeah, maybe, but that doesn't mean you punch ran- you know, random strangers uh, and their babies in the face. I know. In public. I know you're not supposed to do that. I'm just trying to understand where he's coming. I from. don't think there's a, really any l- strand of understanding here. I just think it's uh No, no, again, I'm yeah. not excusing the behavior. I understand that. It's completely wrong, but you can kind of understand uh, where he's coming from to, if you know what his background is. Maybe he was in a baby punching contest back in college. I don't, I don't know, know of any contest like that. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today, it's going to be uh, rainy with a high of 69, giggity. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 75. It's 51 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Another lovely evening, baby. I'm just- Two Springfield's classic rock at 751 and Skinnerd with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, going to be uh, foggy this morning and then uh, mostly cloudy for the day with some rain showers throughout the area and a high of 69, giggity. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 75. It is 51 right now in downtown Springfield. All right, just after 8 o'clock, I'm going to give you the keyword to cash, your chance of winning $1,000. You'll hear it uh, today at 8, 11, 2, and 5. And when you hear it, you want to write it down on rock102.com before midnight for your chance to win $1,000. We'll play every weekday for your chance to increase uh, your your winning potential. It's your chance to put a thousand bucks in your pocket. Brought to you by TextMeForTires.com, the Kim Keo, uh, Kim Keo, the Nielsen team, the Libby and Keller Williams uh, Realty Company, and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. Hey, do it now. Hear this with Bex and Nagel on Rock 102. Now, let's see uh, today. Uh, well, we talked about National Sex Day. We don't need to talk about that anymore. Yeah, since we haven't had sex since. Uh, yeah, a Los Angeles man is celebrating after selling a chair he bought on Facebook Marketplace for only 50 bucks. It went up for auction, sold for $85,000. Come on. Here's the video Justin Miller posted on his Instagram of the 1931 rare high-back wing chair being auctioned off. It's the morning of the auction. My chair is the next lot. I can't wait to see how much it goes for. If you're new here, I'm Justin and I bought a chair off of Facebook Marketplace for $50 in February. And today, in like one minute, it goes to auction. 24, say 26. 22 of you. 28. Back down 30. On the telephone. Will you say 32? 72,000 here. It's a dumb chair. I'll take 80 if you'd like. Last chance. At 85, it's yours. 85,000. Eighty-five thousand dollars for a chair. What kind of person has that kind of money to do? I I don't know. I mean, imagine you buy a chair for like dirt cheap, and all of a sudden it's worth like tens of thousands of dollars. That'd I be know. awesome. I mean, I guess you could find uh, something rare and unique, but what are the chances of you getting you know any more than what you paid for it back? Even if you refurbished it or something like that. Yeah, ever see like uh, Antiques Roadshow? Yeah. Or what's what's the other one that the that the the the, the pawn shop one? Oh yeah, the uh, Pawn Stars. Or pawn whatever. Stars. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's like you know some people bring in these things, these these things that they think are be worth millions of dollars, and they ain't worth squat. No, because they find out they're replicas or yeah. something like that. Those are the episodes I actually enjoy. The I'm ones not, where you win nothing. I'm not lucky enough to own anything that's that valuable. I know I don't know anything of that value. Right. Uh, a New Jersey magician has started making videos of him showing shelter dogs magic tricks, and their fun reactions have helped them find forever homes. Here is John Stessel, not John Stossel. 
uh, talking about his unique and fun idea to get these uh, dogs adopted. There's not many times in life you feel like you have a superpower. And I realized like one of my like small, tiny superpowers is I can just help dogs show off themselves in a way that they couldn't without me. And then we just let the dog be who they are, which is how are they gonna react to seeing something that was once in their physical world vanish? And then typically, like in the video, the dogs just go nuts and they all have silly different reactions. You know what they're saying? They're saying, hey, look at David Lame over here. <laughs> I saw him put that apple behind the uh, behind the planter yeah. over there. He uh, ain't fooling anybody. Yeah, I'm just going to mock him right yeah. to his face. He didn't make the Statue of Liberty disappear. It's just an illusion. <laughs> it's in your shirt well, pocket. Did, did, I can see it. Did you ever see how you can trick a dog by doing the blanket trick? Oh, yeah. Did you ever see that where you throw the blanket up in the air and, and yeah. escape to a side doorway? Right. And then you're gone and the doorway looks... I tried to do that with my dog. He could have cared less. Of course not. No. He was like, oh, he's gone. I can go for the trash now. Right. Yeah. Now I can scoot on the carpet and lick myself. Uh, two people were arrested in Ohio for allegedly attacking and robbing the staff at a Wendy's because they forgot to put cheese on their chicken sandwich. Bastards. Justifiable. Completely. Dominique Ezell and Jelena Stewart are facing robbery charges that they allegedly tried to take an employee's phone during the fight. Here are the people in the community talking about what happened. Oh my gosh, what kind of cheese were you missing? They're never going to forget cheese again. A bit over the top. She might have really been having a bad day, and um, she really got a little bit out of control, it sounds like. I think she could have just asked them to put some cheese up there. I would quit. So it sounds like this reporter was trying to uh, like get people to say something funny. Yeah, and none of and none, nobody none of could come up with anything. So no one has video of this woman going bananas at the uh, at the Wendy's. Oh, there is video. Uh, let me see. It's on this uh, ABC thirteen uh, news website. You can't really see much of a fight though. Yeah, but because uh, that I'd like to see. You're getting all. Uh, you're getting all uh, that angry about cheese well i mean if you order the cheese if you're specific and you're paying what the the five cents extra for the cheese you don't mm-hmm. want to be cut short no no you, know, you, you don't you, you you demand uh your satisfaction guess what i got at uh big y last night herpes well possibly but uh, uh, uh but i got they have these they have these uh things there they're like uh they're tortilla shells but they're not tortillas it's cheese Oh, yeah. I've you ever see those? Yeah. So I, I bought them last night. They're pretty damn good. No kidding. Yeah. I rolled up some ham, some crackers ham inside. Oh, of that. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's Shaved a... crackers ham. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. Like in the shoe, yeah. Rolled it up with a little mayo. Uh huh. Rolled it up. Oh, I, boy. It actually tastes pretty good. Really? And I'm thinking, uh, I wonder if I could make a quesadilla out of this without. Like melting it so it falls apart. Can you crisp well, it you, up on the bottom? Do you ever fry cheese? Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, maybe right. I could maybe I could crisp it and make it cheese. Maybe I'm going to be doing some experimenting this weekend. I have a feeling you're going to be very, very pleased. And finally, uh, listen to this family in Pennsylvania rescue a kitten trapped in their fireplace vent. They say they had to knock a hole in the wall, then cut into the metal vent to pull it out. They also say she in the clip, but it's a male kitten. They adopted it and named it Murphy. Oh, she's right there. Hi. Careful. We're coming. All right, hold on. Hi. Hold on, baby. Oh, baby. It's okay. Hold it. Hold it right there. Hold it right there. Hold it right there. Hold it right there. Meow. Meow. Hi, baby. Meow. At what point does the cat sc
But you never want to let your... I think we have to keep it. Pussy cat get too close to the ash hole in the fireplace. Scratch it right out of you. Oh, yeah. yeah right. guy, get your pussy cat away from that ash. <laughs> you want your pussy cat covered in ashes? No. No, I don't. Yeah. Uh. You got to clean that pussy cat now. Scrub off all that dirty ash. The worst thing is if you were to get it in your mouth. You don't want to do that. You don't. Cha-cha! <laughs> Open lines coming up at 7.59 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.12 and ACDC with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be uh, cloudy today with some rain showers and a high of 69 giggity. By the way, it's National Sex Day because it's 6.9. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, tomorrow, sunny with a high of 75. It's 51 in downtown Springfield, which is the perfect weather for the keyword to cash right now. Yes, absolutely. Before we get into Open Line Friday, uh, the keyword to cash, your $1,000 keyword today is bonus. That's bonus. B O. N-U-S, a bonus. I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with that term. Bonus? Yeah, yeah I'm sure you wouldn't mm-hmm. be. Anyway, uh, that's the $1,000 keyword. Enter it into rock102.com for your chance to win $1,000 from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. And now, live from the Richard Grieco Studios in East Long Meadow, Massachusetts, it's Open, Open Live Here's the thing. Yeah. The phone's been ringing for like the last five minutes. And now it's stopped. Yeah. Because they were probably wondering, well, what's the keyword? Well, and now the keyword, they got it. There's no, they're not calling now. Well, 293-1021. Yeah. That's keep, the number that's going to get you right in here to the Rock 102 studios. But I'll tell you what, it'll get you bounced right off. Foul language and hate speech. It will not tolerate either one. No. Oh, here we go. There we go. We now got something going. going on here. Okay. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? My Jones, the yeah. Yeah, Jesus, my God, unbelievable! You know, it gets funnier and funnier every time he does it. Well, I mean, uh, when you're uh, when you're too busy uh, funneling yourself in a pocket of an ice cream shop, <laughs> and you have nothing better to do, you call the radio station. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Once again, my yeah. uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? This is Joe. Hey, Joe. What do you say? I'm saying uh, if me, Marty, Steve, and you smoke a few joints, and we go to Golden Corral soon. Yeah, I'm all about that, yeah, baby. Well, um, sure. All sounds good. Let's go. I'll see you guys there tonight around 7. All right. <laughs> Save me a seat. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Okay. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Sitting me all day. Mike Jones. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hi, good morning. It's Katie. Hi, Hi Katie. Katie. How are you? Fabulous. How are you? Good. Fantastic. What can we do for you? Um, I'm just calling today because I just heard there's a trip to Golden Corral on the radio, and I'd like to join as well. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Come on, Katie. Let's go and go to the Golden Corral. Will, will, you, will you be joining us and strapping on the old feed bag? Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> do you like Salisbury steak? Like mm-hmm. 50 of them at a time? Yeah. I heard they had a chocolate fountain. That's oh. what I'm thinking. Ooh. Oh, man, I put my whole head in that thing. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know if I'd be going anywhere near the chocolate fountain at the Golden Corral. <laughs> that sounds like one of those Kim Kardashian things. Oh, my God, the last time I had a chocolate fountain was when I went to the Golden Corral. All right. All right. Well, when we make the trip, we'll let you know. Thank you very Thanks, much. for Katie. All right. Rock 102. Yeah. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? My job. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? My name is Sling Blade Carl. All right, Sling Blade Carl. What's on your mind? Uh, I was wondering if Steve May would want to go get ice cream with me. Mm. <laughs> I, I got I, I got some extra napkin. Mm. As long as it's frozen custard, my friend, I'm right there. I'm right there. All right, Dan. All right, All right Dan. Thanks. Rock 102, good morning. Is this? Hey, good morning. How you doing? Good. Yeah, What's up? Baseball. Baseball season. Yeah. Yes. Feel the dreams. Feel the dreams guy. He got that field fixed. Did he get some more fixed in the city, too, or? What? What? What are, you, what are you trying to say? The Field of Dreams guy. Get him on the radio. Why? Oh, get those oh. baseball fields fixed. They're oh. a mess. Oh, right. The, the oh, guy yeah, last yeah, year yeah, we yeah. talked we, about. We always do that. Uh, yeah, the guy who got that field fixed at uh, Walker Grandstand. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, get some more fields. Get some more fields fixed. Well, uh, hopefully. Get him uh, back on the show. Okay. Okay. We'll right we will. Okay. There you go. Yeah, Rock right. 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning, ladies. It's Vince the Plumber. Hey, how up, are you, Vince? Vince? Pretty good, pretty good. Just saying hello, good morning. What other businesses uh, are you going to get free stuff from today when you mention them? Uh, let's see. Plimpton and Hills yeah, in yeah. Springfield. Yeah. <laughs> Bay State Plumbing in Springfield. Yeah. Uh, FW Webb in Springfield. Uh, let's see. Granite Group in Springfield. <laughs> You know, um, oh, hey, I got to say what's up to my buddy Dan over at uh, Eddie's Package. Oh, yeah. Um, Eddie's, Eddie's Package. Eddie's. Let's see. Who else? Who else? I, I don't know. Oh, my buddy over uh, over at Plimpton and Hills, Derek. I hear uh, you guys got the uh, same barber. That's really cool. I have a feeling that if we went and asked any one of these people what they thought of you, they're like, oh, my God, that guy Vince is calling again. <laughs> he's such an ass. Yeah, yeah, he's such yeah, an yeah wait, careful, careful. Yeah. I know, I know. I All stopped right. myself. You I didn't thank want to you, Vince. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. All right, well, you have yourself a good weekend, Vince. Oh, hey, I'm going for black pepper cheese this weekend, boys. Uh, you guys need me to pick you up some? Uh, no, I think we're all set. Yeah, I think we're all, all set on the cheese in the house. Uh, we're, we're doing pretty good, yeah. but thank you. Sounds great, guys. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. All right, you too. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, you talking to me? Hey, hey, there we go. What's going on? Hey, I just wondered if the word of the day, bone us, was related to 6 9 uh, I don't know. Yeah. No, not necessarily. Yeah. But uh, hey, just... I like that connection that you created there, sir. <laughs> Very well done. Well, it's National Sex that. Day. It's June 9th, and uh, the yeah. word of the day was bone us. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, th All right. thanks very much for pointing that out. All right. Have All right. Thank you. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? This is Scott. Hey, Scott. What's up? I just want to talk about the big rig parade in East Stampton this weekend. Yes, sir. It's going to be on Sunday. And it's a whole bunch of truckers that get together, just drive around town for the kids. Oh. And we collect money. We, we pass a bucket before, we collect some money, and we give it to the East Hampton Community Center for the uh, kids' Christmas fund. Oh, that's cool. That's when, awesome. Uh, what, what time is this uh, commencing on Sunday? Uh, we're going we're to start it at 11 o'clock. And the route, if you uh, anybody wants to look it up, it's right on uh, 
big rig day in the East Hampton section, and anybody can just like that page, and you can follow the route. Can I ask you how your Peter Peter's built? How's your Peter built? Uh, uh-huh. uh, Peter's built, but I got a Kenny Whopper. Ooh, oh, oh yeah, look at you! Look at the comeback. Trucker, there you go. I like trucker puns. <laughs> yep. All right. Yep, yep. Have, I thank you, though. All right. Have make, a great event. Don't drop your load before Sunday. <laughs> Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Oh, this is Matt. How you doing? Good, What's Matt. Up? What's Am up? Am I on the air? You are on the air. Well, how do you get? I am on here. Holy shnikes. Ah, yeah. What's up? All right. Well, I got a joke for you guys, Can and it- it's it's clean. There's no profanity, and I'd like to also say wish everyone a happy Gadspeed Day because my son just told me we're celebrating it tomorrow. Okay. All right. So then what's the joke? All right. You guys ready for it? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. All right. This is clean, and this is the Berkshires up here, so this is right in our neighborhood here. Right. Okay, so there's two trees in the middle of the forest, okay? okay? One's a beech, one's a birch. And they're both just hanging out, sitting in the forest, not doing anything. And all of a sudden, they look down, in between the two of them, there's a little sapling. Well, the beech tree looks over and he says, Ha! What do you know? It's the son of a beech. Yeah. And the birch tree says, No, 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 that's the son of a birch. And the beech tree's like, oh, you are so wrong, dude. That is a son of a beech. The other one's like, no, son of a birch. Son of a beech. Son of a birch. Son of a beech. And they keep arguing and arguing. But they can't figure it out. They're freaking trees. They can't know. But this goes on for a couple hours. Then all of a sudden, the little woodpecker comes by. And the guys, they, they see the woodpecker, and they say, hey, can you tell us, you know, could you help us out for a minute? They're like, we want to know. Is that a son of a beech or a son of a birch? The woodpecker looks at both of them and he says, hey, no problem. I'll give you guys a hand. And he flaps his little wings and he goes down to the sapling. And he comes back a few minutes later. And they say, well, what was it? Son of a beech, son of a birch. And he says, well, I hate to tell you guys this, but that's the best piece of ash I've had my pecker in all day. All right, very nicely oh, that done. That was well nice. worth the wait, yes, sir. Well nice. worth Thank the you wait. Very much. Thank, Thank you. you. That was awesome. I have been waiting for months trying to get on here. <laughs> and you finally got yeah, it. Yeah, you do. You made the big stage. Wow, unbelievable. Now you can go to work and tell all your friends you made it. <laughs> All right, thanks for the call. I'm going out on the high note. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's 822. That's Open Line Friday at Rock 102. Springfield's classic rock is everywhere. Rock102.com, the TuneIn app, and your smart speaker. Thanks to the stream team. Rock102. Rock102, Springfield's classic rock. It's 8.30. And Pink Floyd with Bax and Nagel on Rock102. I just assume not say anything and let uh, Liam Murphy do the weather forecast. And then uh, we can just move on to the newscast. Which is next to Rock102. Here's your weather it's 8.33 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Go to Gary Rome Hyundai today. Get 0% financing on select models. There's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Wildfire smoke from Quebec made a southward exit from most of uh, Massachusetts. Mass, 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 mass okay, two things. Yeah. Uh, Quebec or Quebec, yeah. and the other uh, location is Massachusetts. <clears throat> oh, okay. I've heard that one before, yes. but I've never heard that uh, Quebec one. Quebec. Whatever. 
Uh, but this does not mean the Bay State is expected to be totally smoke-free today. A simulation tweeted by the National Weather Service anticipates Western Mass to be rid of smoke as early as 8 a.m. on Friday, which is already a half an hour uh, behind us. The air quality index for Springfield on Thursday topped at 169, giggity, which uh, was labeled moderate at 57 at 7.15 a.m. So we went uh, we went down quite a bit. Uh, along the lower half of the state, several communities this morning were labeled moderate air quality I- indexes, including East Longmeadow, Agawam, Worcester, Boston, and Brockton. You know what? I say that uh, to hell with it. Let's run, swim, and bike across Western Massachusetts yeah. this weekend. Well, that's uh, let's just do it. Well, the thing I was watching last night, I don't know what uh, there was ABC News talking about how <clears throat> this is like this isn't going to go away completely. There's more to come. Yeah, and it's going to happen again with this giant cloud of it because that's just you don't know which way the jet stream's going to go until these fires are done. Um. I think we're always going to be in danger of getting that smoke blown right there in our faces. Yeah, but this is the first time in a very, very long time that this has happened again. Is it happened? Uh, it well, happened in the '90s, right? It happened in the late '90s, and I remember that uh, seeing that orange sky. But again, it only lasted for a couple of days, and it wasn't definitely wasn't as thick as this was the other night. I think it was uh, Thursday night. Was it was? Uh, uh, no, no, no. When, Wednesday, Wednesday night. night. Wednesday night was like the stuff was. Falling out of the sky. Yeah. Ash. Gross. Uh, anyway, during this time, forecasters anticipate cloudy skies and scattered showers on Saturday, producing some isolated thunderstorms. Sunday's a different story as the Weather Service called it a transition day to much nicer weather with sunshine and chances for areas to reach 80 degrees. So there's something to look forward to. Yes. Wilbraham's uh, Disposal and Recycling Center for years has had its fences and sheds covered with whirly gigs, old toys, and asserted quirky decorations. At times, the decorations would change week to week, sometimes sporting a Halloween or a specific animal theme. This past weekend brought an end to that practice to the dismay of some of the center's regulars. The center's regulars? You mean people who bring their trash there every week? Yes, that's right. William uh, Sparaza, the superintendent of operations for Wilbraham's Department of Public Works, said the items needed to come down to make way for maintenance work that needs to be done at the transfer station. Those items were junk, Sparaza said on Tuesday. Dude, one man's junk is another man's come up. It's true. This one smelled like R. Kelly sheets. But it was not a nonsense. You know, I, I've happened to have driven through. Uh, the town of Wilbraham yeah. with twenty dollars in my pocket. Uh you get popping tags. Mm-hmm. Right popping tags in Wilbraham. He said an employee had been putting out items which have included a stuffed animal playing a ukulele, a cutout of Jacob Black from Twilight and an orange DPW vest, <laughs> and a yellow toy Tonka truck pushing an empty can. Over the past couple of years it has been growing, Sparaza said. There wasn't too much of it. He said we need to do some maintenance so it wasn't possible with all of that stuff here, so it had to be removed. The uh maintenance includes work on a shed which needs its roof replaced, as well as replacing decaying wood and paint on some of the buildings. Sparaza says he doesn't want the figures to return. He doesn't want the figures to return after the work is completed. Why? Well, apparently this guy uh, doesn't have uh, a sense of humor, a sense of, uh, you know, 
community irony. That's what this is all about. This guy's Debbie Downer. No kidding. People, the people of Wilbraham love this kind of stuff. I don't want holes in the walls and damaging the paint, he said. We won't go back to something like that. It's a transfer station. Well, yes, it's, it's loaded with junk. Yeah. And you might as well display the junk that you got there. Who made you the, the refuse boss of, Wil, of Wilbraham? Well, he was probably hired to do that. Job. Yeah, but, he, but he, you know, is it really up to him? Yeah. Really? Uh, I guess it is. If you're the uh, if you're the the head of that, yeah, you get to make all the rules. Yeah, but there's got to be somebody that ranks him in Wilbraham. It's, I mean, there's there's no mayor, but there's got to be someone who can say, "Hey, listen, we like, want to decorate the filth." Like an outrank, you're outranked by a recycling guru. Yes, like who like who died and left him boss? Will Tassinari, a scoutmaster with Boy, Ca- Boy Scout Troop 359 in Wilbraham, visits the disposal and recycling center with his troop to take recycled bottles and cans to the center and to refund money. Uh, Tassinari recalls seeing a bulldozer toy on top of one of the recycling chutes. He goes, I thought they were fine, nothing offensive there, so I mean, what harm could it do? When told about the coming maintenance project, Tassinari said removing the objects made sense. Uh, I can empathize with what they did to remove them. Tassinari says he appreciates going to the recycling center with the Boy Scouts. Uh, the agreement we have with them to allow us to help out gives us a sense of accomplishment. Yeah, okay, but you're you're taking away the the. It's the museum. It's like a museum. That's exactly it. And you know what? It's something fun to look at while you're uh, reminding yourself how miserable you are dragging your trash down to the transfer station every Saturday. Yeah, you gotta. You have to uh, so- sometimes find ways of making that job fun. That is a weird uh, kind of thing, only kind of unique to New England as far as bringing your trash to the dump. I mean, I know you can hire an outside person to come right. and, and do that for you, but like any places I've ever lived has always had at least some sort of municipal trash pickup or something like that. Um, I mean, we have we have a service that uh, that we pay for to remove our trash. But yeah. when I was a kid, our next door neighbor used to bring all of our trash to the dump because he uh-huh. had a big uh, pickup truck. Mm-hmm. And just out of the kindness of his heart, he would uh, plow our driveway uh you know, do all kinds of things, and then you know, and take the trash to the dump every week. That's like overly nice. He, guy was awesome. Best neighbor you could ever possibly was have. It, was he trying to, uh, you know, uh, get in good with your mom? No, your no. Parents separated. Nope, none no, none of that stuff. No, no. But he continued to do it even after all was said and done. Like, oh, Mrs. Baxendale, you, mm-hmm. got, you got any, you got any trash for me to tell away from you this weekend? No, 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 no. Uh, the guy's name was Paul, and Paul always. Uh, Always was very friendly. Always a very kindly neighbor. Yeah, but see, he not only did it for us. He he did it for like a lady who lived like two doors down on the other side. See, just those, an old lady, and he would do it. No charge, just did it. They they are good people. There are very good people in the world. Um, I I that that's the kind of person that's what I was talking about before. Those nice, nice, nice people. Yeah. He's probably doing something shady in that house. Um, I listen. I I don't uh, pass any kind of value judgment. All I know is he bailed my my family out multiple times. Um, Otherwise, well, we'd have to go to the dump ourselves, and that's just gross. That's what good neighbors are for. You know? Yeah, I know. A twenty-five-year-old uh, sales and marketing professional named Marchie is Marchie going, is going. Yeah, uh, she's gone viral on TikTok for a recent prank she pulled on her office after being laid off. 
She wound up printing up a ton of images of herself, and there were speech bubbles where she'd be saying various things. She stuck them everywhere in the office to show that she'd never actually leave. The best part is she numbered them all, and she skipped some numbers, so they'd never think that they found all of them. You know? Ooh, clever. Yeah. Yeah. She also shared an image that a for, former coworker sent her of them collecting the photos they'd found up on a whiteboard. That's not even a good prank. No, not really. You're being laid off and you're treating it like it's a, uh, oh, yeah, well, this is fun. I'll just uh, make sure I'll tell them I'll never leave. Here's pictures of me that can be easily thrown away. See, when I think of prank, I think of like a lighthearted type of, uh, you know, goofy thing. Yeah. But if you've been fired or let go, yeah, that's something that should be, I don't know, more spite-focused. You ever, you ever see those stories of people who, like, found out inadvertently they were getting fired? Oh, yeah. You know, because you're always the last one to know. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't let you know that. Actually, I, uh, I was one of those people. That knew you were going to get fired? 30 days before it actually happened. What did you do in the 30 days? Oh, man. I ripped it up. Because <laughs> yeah. at that point, it's like, well, what are you going to do? Fire me? You're going to do it anyway. Well, that, that's, a, that, that's yeah. the thing. I'm like, you know, if you had that kind of information, I would totally just be a J-O the entire, uh, the entire time. No, I, it, it was like right before I came here, in fact. I was in uh, Illinois, mm-hmm. and I found out 30 days in, in advance that they were going to get rid of me and this other guy who were doing the morning show. Mm-hmm. And I t- and I found out uh, inadvertently, and then I confronted the general manager. I said, "Well, you know, is this true?" And he's like, "How'd you find out?" I said, "It's none of your damn business." Yeah, right. How, how I, I found, found out. out is it true? And he says, "Yeah, it's true, but the company's looking to 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 place you somewhere else." And I said, "But he said, whatever you do, don't tell your partner." I said, "Oh, don't you worry, I'm not telling him at all. That's going to be your job to tell him." So, uh, what? What did you do that was so bad that they punished you by singing, sending you to Springfield, Massachusetts? When I tell you that Springfield, Massachusetts yeah. was an upgrade from where I was where at, you were? Yeah. then you can see uh, my uh, <laughs> you can see my enthusiasm for the job. It's like uh, how bad does that place gotta be? Pretty when damn they bad. Send you to Springfield. Yes, Central Illinois is a whole lot of nothingness. You're, I thought it was Illinois. Nope, nope. Because nope. you make a lot of noise when you're Illinois. There. Oh, and you get ill while you're there. Yes. And you make a lot of noise. <laughs> I made a lot of noise when I found out I was getting fired. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be uh, going to be mostly cloudy with a chance of some rain showers throughout the day and a high of 69, giggity. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 75. It's 54 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, oh, yeah. The Whoa, hey. Rock 102, Whoa. Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 849 and Green Day with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, we were just uh, getting caught up and not paying attention. Well, I mean, we're do- listen, there's a lot of things that we do in between uh, the magic of this show. I was trying to play that Tetris game on my phone. And, I was uh, trying to do- get that block in there. Yeah, I was trying to organize my charitable contributions for the uh, upcoming tax year. The, oh, yeah, yeah. Right. You have to make sure that you're... I like him organized uh, alphabetically and by date. <clears throat> oh, I totally hear you on that one. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway, uh, there was a couple of things I wanted to talk about, but uh, I think we're out of time, and this one's not even loading. This one uh, was uh, th- these prehistoric stones that were in France. They're like 7,000 years old. Mm-hmm. Well, they're they're ripping them all up, and they're taking them away to 
put up like a like the French version of a target. <laughs> okay. So that was uh, the thing, but I can't even get the story now anyway. But this one was pretty interesting, too. Earlier this year, Reuters published a, an excellent report exposing the false recycling practices of Dow Inc. and the Singapore government using Apple's AirTag item tracker. In a similar uh, vein, uh, journalist Pamela Sarita has now shared a new video in which she used AirTags to track donations made in Mexico that were supposed to be sent to Turkey in response to the devastating earthquakes that hit the country earlier this year. The no- donations were collected by the Mexican government, but it turns out those donations never even made it to Turkey. In fact, they never even made it out of Mexico City. In a video published on YouTube, Sererda uh, explains that she donated two things, a bag of rice and a package of toilet paper to donation centers located in Mexico City that were set up to collect goods for Turkey. When she made the donations, however, she was skeptical that they would ultimately end up in Turkey, so she placed an air tag inside of both of them. As it became clear via Find My uh, Item app that the donated items weren't actually going to make their way to Turkey as promised, Sidera uh, ventured out into Mexico City to track them down. According to the Find My app, the two donations had been separated, but neither of them was delivered to Turkey as promised. They were being resold in stores. Like really? Somebody took them, sold them off, or or <laughs> used them to sell the items at a discount at right. like a like a local convenience store. But you know, if you're separated from that stuff, there's nothing you can do about it. Right. Right. Uh, whether or not it's a widespread outcome for donations made in Mexico remains to be seen. Government officials, however, promised to investigate. So, so I don't even know how to say her name. Uh, her findings. Yeah, it is pretty versatile how these air tags can be. Like you can track. I used it to track luggage when I last time I flew. Sure. I put one in the bag because I started hearing about people doing this thing. <clears throat> the cool thing about that is I could track the bag from when it came off the plane to when it got to the carousel. So I knew that I had I didn't have to rush down there right. and wait for the bag because it still hadn't even gotten off the plane yet. And you could see it moving on the map across the tarmac on the airport, which was pretty That's cool. That's pretty cool. But, you know, uh, now... This is gonna. This whole thing about tracking, we're gonna find out a lot of things about people, and companies, and the way they do oh, yeah. things. And obviously, that was a great idea. You put an air tag in a thing of toilet paper <laughs> to see if it's been used. <laughs> you know. All right, but unless you know, all of a sudden your air tag is going through like the uh, sewer system of New York City, then all of a sudden you get an issue. Oh, then, yeah. what are you, then what are you going to do? Yeah, I know. When somebody puts it down the toilet. <laughs> right, exactly. You're going to follow it. Oh, where's this going? Oh, it's going to the Iron Man race on Sunday over at Bondi's <laughs> Island. <laughs> That's how they track those folks with the air tags. Hey, uh, there's a great show coming to uh, Westfield River Brewing on June 17th, face-to-face, the tribute to Billy Joel and Elton John. Gates open at seven uh, at 4 o'clock. The show begins at 7.30. The opener starts at 4.30. It's going to be a great show. We happen to have a pair of tickets to the 10th caller right now at 293-1021. Good luck to you. It's 854 on Rock 102.